and welcome everyone. Looking for inspiration and actionable tips? Well, we've got those for you today on the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast. Barb Zant here, media sales leader and founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom. Debbie, I am so excited for the bonus episode that we have together today. I was lucky enough to be a part of Leading Ladies for over 10 years. And my favorite workshop that you ever facilitated was owning our calendars over the holiday season. I made sure I was at that one every time. With the media talk track starting early this year about our shopping woes with shipping delays and and more, I'm already starting to feel the angst and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. So last week, the two of us, we were talking about the holiday timeline and how it really is October 15th to February 15th. And that that's now. Can you help us, our listeners, with some tips to take control of our calendar and actually enjoy the commitments that we make? Absolutely, Barb. So yes, happy holiday season as yes. we record this. And that's what a lot of people may not want to agree with or not accept perhaps. But the reality is we start, I used to do it at the end of, well, I used to do it at the beginning of November. Then I moved it to right before Halloween. Then I moved it back. And whether it's October 1st through the end of February, or like you and I say, the middle of October through Valentine's. So you've got the prep for Halloween, Halloween, then you've got fall pumpkin, everything. Then you roll into, and that's already started. And then you roll into Thanksgiving and into Hanukkah or Christmas, depending on where that falls this time of year. It could be early after after Thanksgiving and and Christmas is the same each year, but then you go into New Year's and then we we really are right into Valentine's Day. And so I say that not because nobody else has a calendar, but that, that opportunities in there are to be grateful. The opportunities there are to reflect and not over schedule. So a couple of things and some of its language is instead of saying to somebody, oh, I'm so busy. No, it's, I've got a a wonderfully packed schedule. I'm grateful for having good clients or saying, no, thank you. You don't have to say anything about your timeframe and then really believe it. I mean, don't say it if you're not going to believe it. So be grateful for what you have instead of what I say, hateful for what you don't or complaining that you have things. So when I hear somebody say, I can't wait to get through X holiday, I just think it's sad. And if they're open to the coaching, I say, what do you like about it? And, and then focus on that. And what don't you like about it? And is that something you really want to do? That takes me to the next point, Barb, is a lot of people do things at this time of year for as traditions, but they're doing them for tradition's sake, not for enjoyment's sake. So if you've always done X, what would happen if you didn't? And people have, believe me, told me, oh, my family would go crazy. So-and-so would be so upset with me. So let them know that they're not wrong for wanting to do it, that you'll wish them well from afar that you're not going to do it this year. Don't apologize. Don't get caught up in that it's, you're explaining it. Let them know that respecting they enjoy it. You've got something else that when you when you looked at your choices fit for your family or for you. And then another one around it is is to not even think about 
overcommitting. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are rolling their eyes or laughing. And what that means is some of us are so optimistic and hopeful that we think we can be in one location at five o'clock and then be there and socialize and be at another place at six o'clock, even though it's 27 miles away. I mean, it's just not even realistic. So we don't want to let that fear of missing out be part of it. Think of the joy of celebrating others instead. Like if, you, if you're not going to be there, instead of saying, oh, that stinks, I can't come, think wishing you the best. We'll be looking forward to the photos later and, and mean it. So there's a, there's a lot there in our calendar. And also a, a possibly strange sounding tip at first is this is the time of year to book everything for next year, to make sure you have all of your healthcare uh, appointments taken care of. And that might sound like, oh my gosh, we have all this going on. But say if in October you schedule everything from your eye exam to your teeth to whatever it is, if you don't already have it scheduled and you go into the holiday season, not thinking about what, what you haven't gotten accomplished. You, you already have, are on a base of feeling good and, and that sets you up for success and fun. I love all of those tips. The one thing you talked about is that the language and the vocabulary, and I have gotten this from you, but the get to versus have to. Yes. I I love that, that phrasing. And it, that, even saying get to brings me to that gratitude that I was invited. And we talked about traditions. You know, I think a lot of times we think that our families would be disappointed and maybe they're ready to shake things up as well. So you never know. They might not love that tradition either. That's true. I mentioned angst a moment ago. How can we manage our stress during the holiday season and not get caught up in all the hoopla how do we stay out of that mess? Well, managing stress is number one, thinking about that some stress is positive and good and has a bit of drive to it. So I love that you said minimize and not eliminate because it's, if we put the pressure on ourselves to not be stressed, we will be stressed attempting to not be stressed. I mean, there's just irony in it. And so that's part of it. And in the, in the areas of four aspects you can look at is that I use the term kind, be kind to yourself, to others, the community, the world. And if we are kind, then the K is know thyself. So do you know that you require a certain amount of time alone? And do you understand that you get snappy if you're doing this? So when we're managing our stress or relating to it and, and keeping it in perspective, that K is know thyself, the I is include others sincerely and interact with them sincerely. So that aspect going in the holidays is it's all right if you don't love every single one of your, your relatives or friends the way you love this person. And, and you don't even have to like them. Let's respect them. Let's see them, acknowledge them, and, and be friendly in that way in the spirit of things. And if you don't want to know how they are, don't ask them. And if you do, be prepared to listen for 10 minutes in case there's something going on. And that's what I mean by interact sincerely, because if we know ourselves and we know we say, how are you? And if somebody starts talking, we want to leave and stop asking the question. And, and please don't ask somebody like, oh, my gosh, how crazy are the holidays? Or, or are you done with your shopping yet? And getting to that competitiveness, that's, that's like a busyness. And then the N is nudge past nice. And the nudging past nice, funny thing with the holidays, like if you're 
if you're a Santa person, then you're like naughty or nice. Well, sometimes it's both. And the nice isn't always wonderfully received because it can go to that phoniness of, well, I had nothing nice to say. So I said nothing. When a kind thing is if you could give constructive feedback for someone who may not realize it, that's far more kind. And the nice doesn't always get you to the relationships. It gets you out of situations. It doesn't connect you with others. And in the holiday spirit, wouldn't we want to be connected with others? And then the D is do something bigger than yourself and make sure that we keep in mind we don't have to get credit for it necessarily. Sure, if you post because you think other people will like to do it or it's a fun story, but not for those bragging rights. So the the do something bigger than yourself is about that gratitude of whatever you can give or do. You could go sing if you're a singer. I don't have an in-pitch in tone voice, and I've even gotten gotten coaching and people have told me to not sing who are professionals. So knowing that I wouldn't go sing somewhere that would, that would be punishment for them. But if I can go and speak or can, can put together care packages, whatever that is, that if we remember that the, the giving is from the heart, not because it's a check on our to-do list, then that assists us with that stress side of it. And, and People say, oh, I've got to breathe. Well, you breathe all the time. Instead, be conscious of your breath and aware of of where you are. And that's a really good physical cue. So be kind to ourselves. Uh, That one really resonated with me. And overcommitting is is that that is not being kind to us or to the people that we eventually have to reschedule on or disappoint. And then I also love busy is not a badge of honor. It's something not to brag about for sure. And then of course, bigger, bigger than ourselves. That is number one during the holiday season. Isn't that what the holiday season is? Loving that, like love and giving. Okay. Yeah. We'll take that. Can we talk RSVP? Why is it so hard for people to say yes or no? And quickly. It's not hard for people to say yes or no. It's the path of least resistance to say nothing or maybe And not that I haven't missed an invitation and missed a deadline, believe me, (laughs) progress, not perfection. At the same time, you often find that people who don't RSVP are people who haven't planned a party and invested the time and energy and excitement and yes, expense, but that that investment in their friendships and relationships, they really want to know who's going to be there. So it's not hard. It's, it's thoughtless to not RSVP. And again, I'm not saying I haven't missed one. So if our listeners do that, that's not the intention, of course. But as many times as you can see that and you see something, don't put a maybe. And people say, oh, I put a maybe so it just holds me and then I'll go back. Well, say no then. And if it's more than five days before, you could change it. And if it's not, you could contact the host and say, respecting, appreciating, considering that you may have everything set. If it's appropriate, may I still attend and be okay if it's not. And don't just assume you're coming. So RSVPs, Responde Si Vous Play, was that that courtesy that some people are lacking or don't think is as important as it really is to respect the other person. It's not about you seeing if you have a better offer or you could have a better time or if you feel good that day. It's about respecting the host or hostess and or both for what they have created. And if you say no and it's too late, then don't say so jealous or oh, I screwed up. Say so happy for you. Be cheering you on from a, from afar. And I've done it. I've said no to something, then it came close. It was open. I opted not to contact the host for whatever reason and certainly cheered them on and loved to look at everything else. 
So that RSVP is, it's if you please. And in other words, please be kind, please be thoughtful, please be considerate and do respond. So if your schedule does suddenly open up, is it rude, especially if it's a a close friend? Could you just call them up and, and ask, you know, if it's okay to attend or how would you phrase that? I'd phrase it exactly the way that is is the most respectful as far as if I would say, hi, Barb, it's Deb, hope you're doing well. We talk, appreciating that you've put a lot of time and energy. There's no wrong answer here. My schedule changed. Is it appropriate for me to attend or is it best that I keep my no RSVP? That way they know it's not a wrong answer. It's quick. And you also would... You may leave that in a voicemail and follow up with a text or an email. So those will be ways that will assist you with that. So thanks to you, Barb, for having me on and to our listeners for listening. Yes. Thank you, Debbie. I already feel like I'm in the holiday spirit. When do our Hallmark movies start? Pretty soon, right? So coming up next, we have our interview with Corey Wamsley. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. I'm excited about that. It may be Wamsley now that I think about it. If you have someone you think would be a great guest, please reach out to us to make that connection. You can follow Debbie and me on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass, me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom, and Debbie Lumberg is Debbie Lumberg everywhere. If you liked what you heard, please download more, subscribe for future updates and podcasts, and rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration. We appreciate your spending time with us on the podcast for successful people, embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you and happy holiday season. 